0: Skate. Episode 268 of The Morning Skate, your host, Ked here, joined by Brownie. Uh, we have a lot to talk about today. A lot of things happen in NHL. I want to, before we get started, give Clara a quick shout out. So a while back, she had the hockey guys come on the podcast. Do you remember that? They The big TikTok guys. They um So she recorded it, put it on YouTube, and I was checking out her YouTube channel, by the way, which subscribe, do whatever you got to do to that. This thing has 20,000 views. Had no, no idea. Guys. Had no idea up until a couple days mm. ago. So shout out Claire, crushing it. Yep. Um, this week's been a good one. Uh, Beer league, it wasn't so good, but the week as a whole was pretty decent. Um, Brownie, how's it going, buddy?
1: I'm good, man. I uh, I I, I had a <clears throat> Veterans Day, which I never knew was on a Friday, wasn't it? it? Used to be on Mondays.
0: I don't know that answer.
1: Yeah, I don't know either. Well, we have our first mayor culpa for next week. Um. I so my daughter didn't have school today, and uh, the Huskies were playing a uh 130 game, so I decided to take the day off from work. I am actually going to work, I believe, Saturday and Sunday this week to get ahead for Thanksgiving break. And uh, we went into the Huskies game, and we had a ball, the two of us, and uh, it was a raucous crowd packed well, not packed, but I mean, it was reported close to a 1,000 people there, which for women's hockey on a Friday pretty afternoon good. is pretty good. They had a bunch of kids' teams in. Yeah, it was great. We had a great time. And then after the game, the because uh, it was homecoming, uh, the players, they put out tables uh, in the um, entry, and the players all stayed there, and uh, the kids could go up and get autographs, but there were creepily adults doing it as well. But, um, yeah, it was just a nice, nice day, you know? That's a great day. Yeah, yeah. And I got to say hi to some of the players. Some more parents come up to me and introduce themselves. And uh, yeah, well, I got my, and I got my, uh, my, you go, that's what you say. I got my, uh, yeah. I'm officially a credentialed member of the media. Yeah, that uh, the morning that's, a,
0: that's a big moment for the morning skate right there
1: yeah it said the morning skate right on the thing it was pretty cool i love that All right. i gotta get it laminated because i'm afraid i'm gonna lose it, gotta get it laminated. Yeah, yeah
0: yeah i i would put it in like you know how like the sheriffs flash their badges i would put it in like one of those things where
1: actually it was funny you say that because we go up the side entrance and there's a media entrance
0: yeah
1: and and uh so me and my daughter are walking up and the security guard he's like uh, will calls down there i'm like no i understand i go i have to go in here to pick up my credentials and then i'm gonna walk her over to will call he yeah. goes will calls around the way this is for media only i'm like no i get it i go i am media he goes no this is media only i go i don't know if i'm not saying this properly i go i am picking up a media pass for me and then she has a ticket right. He's like oh i'm so sorry <laughs> I think he was just like, because I mean, all the media today, because ESPNU was there, so they're all in suits and stuff. Yeah, and I'm in like a t-shirt and shorts, you know, with a winter hat. I'm like, Fucking what's up? Right, the morning yeah.
0: skate difference. Love yeah, exactly,
1: that. exactly. Well, the play the players all said hi to me, so, uh, so yeah, so it was fun. It was a good day. I love that.
0: That's that's awesome. Well, we yeah. have again, like I mentioned, a jam packed episode kind of ready for you guys. So let's just kind of hop into it, Mia culpus Hi. This is Mia Culpa, and I'm here to introduce the Morning Skates Mea Culpas with Ked and Brownie. And she says with Ked and Brownie, man, you know, just hits different. So, uh, Did I tell you that
1: she sent me an email? No. Yeah, she's been listening to the uh, podcast and she likes it. And, Stop it. Uh, really? Yeah. She's like learning hockey. So That's incredible. Maybe, I'll, that. have inter- maybe I'll have to maybe yeah. get an interview with Mia Culpa.
0: Who would have thought that our fuck-ups would grow the game? <laughs> yeah. Look we'll at that. Put that on a fucking t-shirt.
1: <laughs> yeah, the TMS. That's the TMS difference. Our fuck ups grow the game. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe I'll get her an interview. Uh all right. So we have a light mea culpa, luckily, because of all the other stuff. Uh, we were talking about coaching wins, and John Cooper is at 440 and Mike Sullivan is at 371. I thought Sullivan would have been a lot higher, but
0: yeah, me too. But he you gotta remember, he was an assistant coach for a while.
1: Yeah, but he was head coach of the Bruins too. I
0: think he was uh, assistant coach for the Rangers. I'm pretty sure when Tortorella was the coach there.
1: wasn't didn't wasn't he like an interim head coach too for the Rangers at one point? No, I don't think no? he was ever interim head. No. Okay, uh, this is so dumb. This is the dumbest man of culpa ever. So when we were talking about Jerry Lee Lewis and him passing away in the Dennis Quaid movie. I couldn't think of the name of the movie, but I told you the song he sang was Great Balls of Fire. The name of the fucking movie is Great Balls of Fire.
0: You know, I wouldn't even count that as a mea culpa. You, You nailed it without knowing it.
1: Yeah, fair enough. And Winona Ryder was the young cousin, the jailbait 13-year-old is cousin.
0: Winona Ryder the same girl that plays the mom in uh, Stranger Things?
1: Ah, oh, this is a generational thing. Yes, but she used to be... Oh, here we go. She, uh, yeah, she plays the mom in Stranger Things, but she was also like in Reality Bites. Uh, that's the only movie I can think of her being in. Yeah, but Yeah, yeah
0: all right.
1: Uh, and then the last one we only had three really. Julia Roberts' parents lived in Atlanta when they befriended the Kings. Martin that's Luther still just a crazy, story. Story. yeah, that's nuts, absolutely nuts.
0: All right, Well, you we did pretty good. NHL, we'll top in. All right. NHL in the news. Um, Let's just get it out of the way. The Boston Bruins with arguably the dumbest move any sports franchise has ever done in the history of sports. They go and they sign this Mitchell Miller kid. Um, You guys remember he was, uh, he fell down. I think he was supposed to be a first round pick coyotes. um, He, he,
1: I think we talked about it on the podcast.
0: By all accounts, it seems like he's a pretty shitty human being Um, used to bully uh, disabled black kid. Uh, it for years. Um, so obviously nobody wanted to touch him because like, why would you want to do that? Uh, well, the Boston Bruins in the best start history of their team. I mean, their original six, think about how long that's been. Um, they go out and they fucking sign this kid and they, I get my only reasoning is they might, they must not have expected backlash. I don't know. Apparently, well, everybody got real mad and then his agent went on the trick podcast. Which Brownie and I listened to. I made Brownie listen to it. Um, and the agent pretty much said, Hey, listen, like they're, they're he's trying to better himself. Um, they're friendly, blah, blah, blah. They're messaging back and forth. And then the Hockey Diversity Alliance, is that what it's called? Yep. Comes out with a letter that uh, the kid wrote and pretty much said everything the, the, victim, victim, was the, victim. the victim, sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, that everything that the agent said was a lie, so it's
1: not only not only the HDA, the two of the groups that he said that Miller was actively working with came out and refuted that,
0: yeah. So, and Brownie and I, we you and I discussed this offline where quite a bit I listened to the agent. And I, I drank to cool it. I was like, well, maybe everybody doesn't know what's really going on. And I guess my belief was that somebody wouldn't go to the media on a podcast like that and just lie. That was my only thing. I couldn't, I couldn't believe that one, somebody would be that callous and that somebody would be that much of just a like a, a dirtbag like i understand that's your job i totally get that that's your client whatever it might be but i'd never thought in my wildest dreams somebody would just go out and just fucking spew nothing but lies and that one's on Whoa. me for believing in humanity no I, don't dog.
1: don't don't put that on you i think what you and i talked about this and i think that i think the agent did his job. Well, he did his job. But I think what he did was he was very careful and he's a lawyer. So there's a lot of lawyering there. But I think what he did was he learned enough facts to present a case based on the facts that he knew them. And he didn't do the diligence to
0: verify those facts or to dig deeper, which wouldn't have taken a whole lot because I think he knew. I would, I think he just lied. I don't think this was him being smart because if he was being smart, he would have seen that. Oh, hey, we might, we're probably going to get a response. For yeah, this. that's fair too. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm going to lie on the chemistry Street podcast for like an hour. And then all of a sudden, like, nothing's going to come of that.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's It's, it's it's pretty crazy. And
0: I mean, maybe he didn't lie. I I feel like I should probably say allegedly lie just because, like, maybe that's what Mitchell told him. I don't really know the specifics. It was just. Well, it
1: sounds like everybody took Mitchell Miller at his word, including the Bruins with their meetings.
0: Yeah. So they go and do that. And then they put Bergeron in front of the fucking media. It's a circus. Something to expect. I mean, Poshnack's out there fucking trying to take Ryan Lindgren's head off. You know, it's it's, it's the Bruins franchise in a (laughs) hole. i mean you're you're a bruins guy so i've been talking a lot well no it was it
1: was horrible uh i wrote a blog on it you can go find it uh it's it's caused me nothing but uh hate mail (laughs) from all these keyboard warriors and my wife told me to stop telling people to pull up to our house (laughs) uh if you want this donkey involved with your team you're a fucking racist moron Sorry. I, I don't know any other way to say it. This kid has not shown a, a scintilla of remorse. He hasn't tried to make it better. He's only doing what's mandated by the court at the bare minimum. And if this kid was such a reformed angel, they'd be holding press conferences, him and the agent. Something. Yeah, it's 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 a self-serving thing. His parents are fucking nut jobs. And if you're throwing around the N-word. In second grade, you're hearing it at home. So they can all fuck off as far as I'm concerned. That's um, fair point. I would like nothing better than the cave this fucking kid's head in myself. To be perfectly
0: <gasps> So after all of this. Yeah. The Bruins are like, oh, hey. Never mind. <laughs> We're gonna terminate him. Well, let's, let's, well let's, let's back up for one second interview. though. They sign this kid
1: on a Friday. They slide the news release out at three o'clock on a Friday, which is your classic. Like, let's see, we can bury this. Yeah. The Bruins, the Bruins have had won like seven in a row, I think. And then they go to Toronto. This all hits the fan overnight. Friday, all day Saturday. Pre pre game skate, the Bruins players are getting asked about it. They go out and lose to Toronto. And then the next day, go ahead.
0: Listen, man, the Bruins are like, we don't got to talk about this. Like, it's done. I'm sweeping it under the rug. They're gone. Just what an organization, dude. Well, and
1: now the Bruins may be on the hook for this kid's money. Yeah. Yeah. And the kid may get the money because, I don't know, Bettman came out with a statement saying he's not eligible. The NHLPA got their hackles up. Um, which they rightfully so, I guess, even though the kid's not in the NHL and they didn't help out Kyle Beach at all. So when you're just picking fucking cases, you can jump into the NHLPA. But um, the Bruins may be on the hook for the money and the kid's going to get his money. And he's, I mean, I, I have no idea. It's just a complete and utter shit show. And like I said, in my entire life, this is the worst move that I've ever
0: seen the Bruins do. I don't even think it's Bruins. I just think. I yeah, no, I think you're I right and in all the fit, and major sports. yeah. Just that fucking tone deaf. Just yeah. so dumb. So dumb. Um, Other sad news. Uh, rest in peace to Peter, Peter McNabb, part of the famous Lunchpail AC Club in the late 70s with Don Cherry as the head coach. He played 954 games with Buffalo, Boston, Vancouver, and New Jersey. Uh, 363 goals, 450 assists, 813 points. He served as color commentator for Colorado from their inception up until he passed away. Uh, in Boston, he scored at least 35 goals, 75 points for his first six seasons before being traded to Vancouver in 93-84 for Jim Nell. Uh, McNabb was one of the players that went into the stands at MSG, if we remember the Mike Milbury accident yep. where he takes his shoe off. He was blood by everyone he uh, he ever played with interacted with, leaves a huge hole in the hockey community. Like... I feel bad because I'm not an avalanche fan. So I didn't really get to listen to this guy a lot and all that stuff. But like to put it in perspective, if I like, if that were to happen to somebody on the Rangers, whether it be Sam or Joe, I would be fucking devastated. So I think that we need to give this guy quick moment of silence. Yep. Rest in peace. That's just, it's fucking brutal. Um, do you remember watching this guy?
1: Oh, vaguely. It's, it's a little before me. Um, I know the stories of him more than I remember him, if that makes sense. Okay. Uh, Everyone says just a great guy. I saw an interview. I don't remember what the stat is, but it's him and Bobby Orr are like one, like right next to each other. And there's only one number in between them, like 250 and 251. And he, it's one of his most famous stories that he says, Yeah, for the rest of time, I'm going to be right there with Bobby Orr. So when everybody looks up Bobby Orr, they're going to see my name too. Yeah, pretty and just, cool. Yeah, everyone loved him. Just a great guy. Like Billy Jaffe was talking about him on the Nesson feed, and he was getting all emotional. RA said this was his favorite number eight as a Bruin player. And remember who else wore number eight it was Neely. So yeah. yeah, it's big statements. I mean, it's uh it's a sad, it's a shame. He's 70 years old, which is young.
0: Yeah, rest in peace, man. Uh community's yeah. thinking of yeah. Uh Calgary. Seven losses in a row after dropping a game to the Bruins 3 1 last night. They host Winnipeg tomorrow night. Uh, Winnipeg's actually played pretty well this year. Huberto and Tanev are currently day to day, and Michael Stone was placed on injured reserve.
1: Winnipeg's playing pretty well because uh, who was it that uh predicted Hellebuck regaining his uh, Vezina form? That was yeah. me, yeah. That, that was Winnipeg- one of my preseason wild things you said.
0: I, I do. I, I don't really want to talk about it. Um, but yeah, Calgary, I don't know what's going on there. Uh, and they I'm just free up Daryl Sutter, right? Didn't they just extend him? Yeah, I, I think they'll write the ship. I think there's a lot of teams right now that aren't performing the way that we Oh, we get to a bunch of them. <laughs> um, I mean, there's a lot of teams that are in the playoff hunt right now that I don't think will be, right? But, that's fair. Um, yeah, we'll see. Um, Mika Zibanejad played in his 700th game. Had uh, two goals versus Detroit. He got lit up by Larry Brooks. Larry Brooks, pretty much. I think there's 149 forwards that were uh, that have played like five on five or some shit like that. And he had the second to least amount of points. It was him and the dude on Colorado, Art, Terry Lekkinen. Yep. Um, who does Larry but, Brooks write for? The post. Okay. He's like he's like the Rangers like post guy. No, I knew who, he was the
1: Rangers guy. He didn't know which paper.
0: Yeah, so um, I'll get into that in a little bit. I actually – so you always kind of bring cool stats about the Bruins. The mm-hmm. Rangers literally have a New York Rangers stats like Twitter. So I just filled that oh, yeah? in Rangers talk this week. So <laughs> we're going to have some stuff to talk about. Um, the Atlanta Thrashers, the Atlanta Gladiators, the city's ECHL team, are having a Thrashers night this upcoming season. They're the only North American city to lose not one but two NHL franchises. Um, cool jerseys, though.
1: Yeah, yeah, those powder blue ones.
0: Dude, somebody tweeted out the other day, and the tweet was like, every once in a while, or like every couple years, i make sure i play this video, and it was like a 10-minute video of Ilya Kovalchuk's highlights when he was on the Thrashers and like how fucking sick he was, dude.
1: Who do you think of if you think of the Thrashers? Who's the player that pops in your mind?
0: It's either Kovalchuk or Hosa. Oh, yeah? All right.
1: Mine's Savard. Oh,
0: well, that's probably because he was a Bruin. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it is. Yeah, and Healy, too. Danny Healy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool jerseys, though. Yep. Uh, This was scary. Evander Kane had his wrist sliced open. He got stepped on by Patty Maroon uh, in a win the other night against Tampa. Uh, It looked bad. It looked real bad. He got right up. He knew he was in trouble. Uh, The medics, everybody, you know, took care of him. He had surgery that night. He's going to miss three to four months, man. Brutal. So, Um,
1: what are we, November, December, January, February? Hopefully they can stay in it.
0: Yeah, it was – Sheesh.
1: If only they, they had any other skilled players on that team. It didn't. It did not look good. No. Did it did not
0: look good at all. Do
1: you remember when we were talking about this at hockey the other night? Do you remember when uh, Chris Terrary, the goalie, got his throat sliced? Who? Was it Chris Terrary? I think it was Chris Terrary. Well, Clint
0: well, Malarchuk for the Sabres that happened to him.
1: It was, uh, he's a goalie, he was a goalie for the Devils.
0: Oh, no. I don't remember that one.
1: Yeah. He was a BU guy,
0: I think. Oh, shit. Just, oh, Brownie. Jeez, amateur hour over there. Um, Yeah, scary scary situation. He's going to have surgery three to four months. Uh, Wishing him a speedy recovery. Oh, God, the Stahl families. Eric Stahl played in his 1300th game the other night versus Carolina. All three Stahl brothers were in attendance. As Mark, who also plays for Florida, Jordan plays for Carolina. I feel like you put this on here to troll me.
1: No, no, it's... Dude, it's thirteen hundred games.
0: Yeah, it's still the Stall family. This is not a Stall family friendly podcast, dude. We're gonna move. Look, on. I
1: like I like one and a half out of three. I don't <laughs> like
0: that uh Speaking of Florida, Matthew Chucky got suspended for high sticking Jonathan Quick. He put his blade into the eye gap of like the goalie's mask. Uh, yeah, he got suspended three times prior, fined once. So, did you see it? Yeah, dude. Like,
1: so, I think what he did is he hit him in the head, right? But it wasn't hot. I don't know. Maybe it's a high stick, but he's on his knees. I don't know. But then he was skating away, and he just went to do like a little – just to be a little rat. And I think it just happened to get in there. I, but it did get in there. Oh, it got in there. He, so, hey, listen.
0: He deserves the two. Yeah, rightfully suspended there for sure. Um, Florida, man. Uh, Washington, Alex Ovechkin scored 787 goals for Washington, giving him the record for most goals scored with a single franchise – Ovi versus Malkin debate. Are you asking me well, about that draft? When, asked, when
1: World Hockey Report had me on the other day, he he like, they, he they always like blindsides me with something. And <laughs> I made a joke about the – pet. I was like, oh, you didn't want me to come on and talk about the Penguins? So then, he, of course, he brought up the Penguins later on. And he asked me, I guess it's been like a Twitter debate, who's had the better career, Malkin or Ovechkin?
0: It, it's Ovechkin. Malkin That's just- what I said. Oh, Malkin just has more cups,
1: but that was his argument. And he's like, cups, make the decision. And I go, well, no, "No, cups,
0: cups would have made the decision if Ovi never got one. Well,
1: cups would have made the decision if Ovi never got one. And if you're talking about Sid versus Ovi, then yes, that's the. Sid
0: Sid versus Ovi. It's Sid. No,
1: no. I understand that. But what I'm saying is Malkin in my mind is an ancillary player in the cups. Yeah. He's not the guy. No. Well, Ovechkin was the guy. <laughs> and I'm trying to explain that. And he's like, well, you know, Ovechkin had this step, this step, this step. I go, yeah, but Malkin had a generational player on his team.
0: Also, I would just be like, hey, when you think of the Capitals, who do you think of? Ovechkin. Yeah, when you think yeah. of the Penguins, who do you think of? Crosby. Yeah, fair. It, it, I would give Ovi easily there. Yeah. Um, when I so worked
1: up over the whole Mitchell Miller thing, I couldn't.
0: <laughs> Wayne Gretzky, sad of the week. Shout out to Ken for getting this thing out. I ended up getting like 800 yeah. likes on Instagram. Yeah, sure. nice. um, Gretzky is the fastest NHL player to reach a thousand points. He did it in 424 games. The next fastest was also Gretzky. He did the next in his 433 games. Uh, the Mubis is third with 513. Shout out to Wheelhouse Hockey. That's insane. That's a nuts, nuts. This hit was crazy. Josh Anderson suspended two games for boarding uh, Alex Petrangelo. No history, first suspension. This, this was, was way
1: worse. I went dirty, about. man. Like this was way worse. Don't you think?
0: It kind of reminded me of the Lemieux and Draper hit. It's just that mm-hmm. Petrangelo's head didn't just hit like the board. He are lucky, dude. By he, about he an lucky. inch. Yeah, yeah. that could have been fucking huge. And then everybody fucking lost yeah. their shit rightfully. So, yep. Um, yeah, that was fucking crazy. Also, really quick before I forget, it's not on here. Shout out to Nathan you I don't know if you've noticed. This guy's been fighting everybody this year. Uh Feverboy Rex mentioned that. This morning I woke up really early and, and I couldn't go back to bed. So naturally I went on hockeyfights.com to see what's popping off there. Did you get to see go
1: ahead? So I'd finish it. No,
0: there's just been there's been some pretty good fights recently.
1: <clears throat> Did you so – all right, so I was doing stuff, and when I called you earlier tonight to be like, hey, did you see this Washington-Tampa Bay thing? I couldn't find it anywhere. So I couldn't find it either, but I left the game on. I was doing something else because I'm like, oh, they'll definitely talk about it in between periods. When well, my wife came downstairs and turned off the TV, I was like, mother I can't <laughs> remind now. So I don't have the whole story. It's not there, story. Was, there was a big hit, dirty hit. Know how I found it? I went to the play-by-play in the ESPN app. Uh, there was a big dirty hit when they were reviewing it to see if it was going to be a major, all the players are standing around on the ice and they had a line brawl.
0: Yeah. But like, and I don't Cap- know they did because there's no fucking video. Nobody's talking about
1: it. No, I don't. Yeah. I don't understand.
0: Yeah. Oh wait, I still have it up my phone. Hold on. Oh no. Somebody actually has it as a, as a cell phone video. Oh I really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Shit popped right off and there's a lot of guys on the ice.
1: Yeah. There's ten guys on the ice while all oh, the rest are huddled it, together.
0: A retweet right now, yeah. That's all
1: right. So go to our Twitter so you can see it. Yeah.
0: Um. But yeah, Josh Anderson, dirty hit. Yeah, very very dirty hit. yeah. Okay. Uh, totally
1: unnecessary. And I watched the NHL video. He changed his path to mm-hmm. make sure he hit him. He yeah. could have, and the puck was a good six feet away.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Dirty. Alex Tuck, he was asked why he wears 89. Was it in honor of Mogilny, Alex o. Mogilny. if you guys get a chance and you're bored and you want to watch something, go on YouTube and search Alex Mogilny documentary. And there's like a, there's a video. I forget who does it. It might be a TSN thing. And Probably. it talks about how he like left Russia to come to the States and how sick he was. If you guys get a chance, it's fucking awesome. And it's
1: then cool. when you're done watching that video, log on to the Hockey Hall of Fame in the comment section or whenever you can ask a question, say why the hell is Alexander
0: McGillney not in the hockey hall of fame? There's gotta be a I don't know. That's fishy. It's unbelievable. Um, but no, he said when he was a kid, 89 was the biggest years that they had, they needed the exercise. I think was a New York, or Syracuse, New York, New York yeah. kid. Shout out to Alex. Yeah. Uh, this was crazy. Kevin BX. he addressed the team and talks about what it takes to, to be a part of a winning culture, then signed a one-day deal to retire a Canuck, did warrants with the team. Uh I think this isn't so much – I mean, yes, I understand why you're asking. Why does Kevin Bieksa talk about Listen, I, 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 no, I think Kevin
1: BX is a great player, right, all time. He's a great player. Supposedly he's a great guy, right, and very funny, very witty, right, they, Super punch the whole deal. Would yeah. they fucking win?
0: They Talk never, won, culture. They Would never they won the cup, but they were a fucking wagon of a team for years. It's kind of like the Rangers, dude. So like the have Rangers... Like those Western Conference banners. Well, no, the Rangers have been really good for a while too, but they haven't won a cup. Right, and in ten
1: years, if Chris Kreider comes out talking about a winning culture and they don't win a cup, you're gonna tell him shut the
0: fuck up. It depends because Vancouver's not doing well right now.
1: Well, so you think this was like a glow up they were trying think, to do? I
0: think this is like a hey guys, figure it the fuck out. Like maybe. That I don't yeah, I don't think it was him like actually I think it was just more or less like, hey, stop sucking.
1: Yeah, that's fair, I guess. I just heard that and I was like, shut up.
0: Like if like if Chris Kreider came back 10 years from now and talked to the current Rangers team about that, I'd be like, shut the fuck up. But if the Rangers were like brutal and he like came in, he's like, Hey, listen, like, we gotta figure this out, I'm okay with it.
1: Oh, I see. I see what you're saying. So that's the that's the get out of jail there. Yeah, okay. That's fair. Okay.
0: Uh, yeah, it's the Superman punch, Kevin Viexa. Yeah, uh, Eric Carlson, dude, shout out to deaner You wrote a blog about him. Uh, Sharks have scored 32 goals this year. Carlson was on the ice for 24 of them and registered a point, and 18 of them scored 10 of them himself. But and he other... packs snooze during games. There's right four that.
1: more years of him at 11.5. So,
0: you know, what's funny is I wrote a blog about how Eric Carlson packs snooze during games, which are like those little pouches. Yeah, I wrote this years ago. And I'll know when Eric Carlson's in the news because every time he's in the news, I go and I check our stats and the Eric Carlson blog will pop up. <laughs> That's how I know he's in the he's in the news. So shout out to him. Uh, Pittsburgh, they dropped seven in a row, including two to Seattle, Vancouver, epic collapse against the Bruins. They uh, beat Washington four to one Wednesday. Uh, could this be blamed on the loss of Matheson and Marino? I mean, I think so.
1: Yeah, 100%, right? Yeah. Was so they uh... – was it thirty-two thoughts? I think it was thirty-two thoughts. I was listening to, and they were talking about there was a play where someone broke down the ice and like kind of dog walked Malkin in the neutral zone, and he was doing like a half effort, and then he went wide on um, Latang, and Latang was kind of gliding, and they were like, "That's not the Penguins we remember."
0: Yeah, it's it interesting. Sometimes
1: yeah. people age; they fall off a cliff. So who knows? You know, know. Malcolm lit it up tonight. So you
0: could blame it on Madison and Marino, but you could also blame it on the New York Rangers for just putting them in a fucking chokehold last year in the playoffs. Or you could
1: put it on their goalie, but yeah. Oh,
0: it, the wins a win, bud. All right. <laughs> make well, did you guys make the second round last year? Okay. Nope. Um, so Jason Zucker scored versus Buffalo last week uh, in another loss. Uh the, Yar, the Yager salute, which was pretty sick. They were wearing those uh, those jerseys. Are the the retros, games.
1: yeah, the
0: I robot think, penguin. Uh, I was seeing some comments. Some people like it. Some people don't like it. Yager said in the video posted to Twitter, "I love it, and I feel like it showed a lot of respect for our era, for our team, because we had a lot of great players." So thank you Penguins. Thank you Jason. It was a nice message. But Yager also had some fun with it. Before he stopped recording, he joked around with Zucker. Uh, and by the way, Jason, keep working on your shot because it wasn't hard enough legend
1: does yager's voice match yager yeah you think i remember him like much more boisterous (laughs) but now he's like hey zucker i feel like he's
0: he's when he was on the rangers he was like that yeah okay kind of like a soft-spoken dude who just does like sick shit did i ever tell you i hung out with him for a night once no you did not swear to god (laughs) yeah please tell us the story
1: i lived in i lived in pittsburgh for a time and we were at this bar downtown, and Pittsburgh's weird because downtown there's no residential; it's all building, uh, businesses and stuff. Mm-hmm. So when you go out for a night, there's no issue parking. And there was this bar downtown, a club called Heaven. I still remember the name of it. The place was awesome, huge, huge cavernous nightclub. And we would go down like six of us, and I was in the in the bathroom, and this guy walks out to me next to urinal. I look over, and I did like a double take, and I'm like, "Hey." Yager and you he's see like,
0: Yager's hose, dude.
1: No, no. Maybe I think he went one over, you okay. know.
0: I would have I would have fucking moved right over. <laughs> fucking <laughs> hang on. There it is. Well, that
1: probably would have been not as good a story. Yeah. But, but uh, so he's like, Hey, you know, we're washing our hands together and uh we're talking. I'm like, Oh, I'm from Boston. He's like, Oh, you guys, I'm like, No, 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 man, all good, all good. And uh, he came out with us, he was there by himself. He came out with us and he, he hung out at the bar with us, he picked up our tab. We all left, and back then, this was years and years ago, the Primanti brothers, you know, the famous uh, french fries on the sandwich, you know, that's the thing in Pittsburgh, but now it's, like, very corporate, but years ago, it was, like, a fucking, like a like a taco truck type setup, and at the end of the night, after the bars closed, everybody would be there getting it, and Yager fucking rolls in with, like, three smokes and got a Primanti's brother's sandwich, and we were all shooting the shit. Yeah, I probably hung out with him for, like, I would say
0: like two and a half, three hours. I can't believe you never told me that.
1: Yeah, I don't. Well, I don't know. Yeah, great guy. Like I That's said, pick up our cool. tab. That's cool. Super cool.
0: Um. Wow. Uh. You know what's not cool is how the St. Louis Blues are playing yes. right now. Well, it depends on your perspective. I think it's yeah. excellent. They dropped eight straight before getting a win uh, last night against San Jose. I actually put a bet on San Jose. They were down four three. I'm like, ooh, <laughs> like they could come back. No, of course they didn't
1: um It's so bad that Preston, our St. Louis writer, put a thing in the group chat. St. Louis won a game with exclamation points. Yeah, dude,
0: fucking write a blog about it, man. People are fucking <laughs> fired up. Fuck. Um. Yeah. What's to blame? The lack of D. Bennington's fucking weird as shit this year. And the last one you mentioned here, I think, is actually a really big. One. I think it's David, big, David Perron, man. And I think um, Perron's a
1: piece of shit. We both do. We talked about that.
0: Like I, so he's on the Red Wings. The Rangers fucking shit pumped them the other night, eight two. He is like a crafty motherfucker with the puck. But he's
1: dirty. He is. So he's dirty.
0: But, like, you can just see the fucking skill that guy has. Yeah, scene. oh, for sure, and, for sure. And he's like a gamer. Like, he's not afraid to get in the corners and shit. He is a he's fucking what Detroit rat. needs.
1: He is what yeah. Detroit needs. Yeah.
0: He absolutely is a rat. He's actually one of the biggest low-key rats, I think, in the league. I he think he's run. a
1: different type of rat. Like, Kachuk's a rat, like, that stick on quick. He didn't mean to do that. But Marshawn with the lick and all stuff. But Marshawn has taken all that slew foot shit out of his game. Mm -hmm. peron still does all that shit the bruins played the red wings and behind the play he's trying to kick out uh i think it was mike riley's leg i was like what the fuck you doing yeah
0: but i think you're right um i i don't know i i kind of this might be they
1: got rid of the st louis got rid of all the beef right all the big tough guys maroon was the first one to go
0: left huh
1: Oscar Songquist
0: was a big body. Yep. He went to Detroit.
1: Patrangelo was the big one. I mean, I was happy to see Tori Krug not playing top four minutes here. You he can go play him for St. Louis. I don't think he's a top four guy.
0: I just, uh, this this might sound weird. I I do think hockey's better when the Blues are good. Yeah,
1: and I think they also may be getting tired of Barubi too.
0: Yeah, we can see. Actually, one of the things, remember, I was telling you about hockey fights. You can go on and you can search like w- what players have fought the most for a team and all this yep. shit. Darren Langdon had like seventy-five fights, insane. Hmm. But it also shows you what player fought the most against your team. Guess who fought the most against the Rangers? Baruby. Craig yeah. Baruby.
1: His um, teammates loved him.
0: Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. They a win over the Sharks. I know that's not really that impressive, but maybe. Oh, listen,
1: yeah. yes, you take what you can get, you know.
0: Yeah, because O'Reilly hasn't done shit this year. He has not been a factor. I'm, well, telling, I'm talking. I'm right
1: They're talking about uh, him going to the Avalanche. I've heard that.
0: Of course, dude. <laughs> of course. Uh, this is a long one. Columbus. Well, Cadre's
1: gone, so Riley would make sense, right?
0: Yeah. They fit under the cap. Yeah. Uh, Columbus, drama in Ohio. Patrick line is none too happy per reports from Finnish. Uh, paper
1: finished outlet sorry uh
0: according to a report wednesday in yle sports a finished publication line isn't thrilled with larson's recent comments to reporters that referenced his struggles last season adjusting to a new team after the blue jackets acquired him and for jack rosovic from the jets yes i heard the comments honestly i'm a little annoyed that i saw it to suffer because of last year's performance it was supposed to be forgotten at least that's what i was led to believe the slate was supposed to be like clean now it's a little difficult they dig this out uh <clears throat> That's nothing he said. Of course, I have to try to be better. But at this point, why bring up what happened last year? It was a difficult period, but that's in the past. There isn't a problem. Let's move on. For clarification, back in January, Brad Larson had this to say about Line. A. I think he's fallen off here. There's no question. I'm trying to let him work through it. We're going to work our way through this, and I and I mean we're going to work through it the right way. We're not going to go down the same path as last year. We've had deep discussions about where it got to, and I don't think he wants to get there again. It is my job to help him through that. Uh, remember when Torello benched line, a, Supposedly that was in response to Line a mouthing off to an assistant coach. That coach, Larson, he signed for three more years at 8.7 a year, which it's, it's a lot of money. So,
1: Well, before we do anything, the one thing I want to say to this whole thing is this is all translated to English. Right. So there could be stuff lost in the translation, so it might not have been as harsh as it sounds what Line a was saying. So take it with a grain of salt. You know, it may not be as bad as it's it, it sounds.
0: When he's on, he's so good, dude. Like no, when, yeah. I mean, he's, he's disgusting, but when he's not, it's just what's the point of putting him out there? Um, more Columbus, negative news. Eric Robinson will miss up to six weeks with MCL sprain. Zach Rensky suffered a separated shoulder and torn labrum. Expect to be out for the remainder of the season. And
1: I think that happened today, yesterday, I mean.
0: And I think yesterday they lost another dude who broke his ankle. I forget who it was, oh, no but shit. he uh, broke his ankle and then he played through it because that's what oh. hockey players do. Um, P.K. Subban joined ESPN on a multi-year deal for studio work, occasionally he's an in-game analyst, nine mil a year. He'll also have P.K.'s places airing on ESPN Plus next year. I wish I could have put a bet in saying that this was going to happen.
1: I honestly would like to hear him being an in-game analyst. I think oh. he may actually offer quite a bit. Who's who, so. who do you think national I'm not talking locals? Who's your nationally? Who would you say your best in game analyst is? Who do you enjoy the most? In game? Yeah. Like the color guy in game.
0: Is is Panger considered that? Yeah, I would say so. I love whenever Pang's on, I'm you like Panger? And the Rangers never get him. He always does Western Conference. The Rangers get Uh, Ray Ferraro, who hates the Rangers. So it's like...
1: Ray Ferraro loves the sound of his own voice. Holy shit. I was going to say, I like uh, Boucher, who I don't even know where he is now, Brian Boucher. Mm -hmm. I don't hear him anywhere anymore. He's not bad. I like him a lot. But my favorite, I think, is uh, uh,
0: Jones. Keith Edzo, right? Edzo? Yeah, Edzo. Fuck Edzo. (laughs) I like Keith Jones. I have something to say. I kind of miss Pierre Maguire. I love Pierre. Love I, him. I, I, like I know he gets a lot of shit and, and like I would say most of the time it's rightfully so. Yeah. But like there was something about like watching a game and like obviously you're just getting shit jammed down your fucking throat. But every once in a while it would be kind of nice to like find out an interesting tidbit about
1: something. You know what my favorite thing about Pierre was? What? How much he went right up fucking Edzo's tailpipe. Yeah. Because Edzo and him, he and he I think Pierre knew it, and so he just kept fucking hammering it. Yeah. And I love that because Edzo can go fuck a donut for all I care. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
0: Uh, Vancouver, Bo, Bo Horvat, the other night against Nashville, he went in for a shootout, just forgot the puck, kind of like a Martian, except for it didn't happen right away. Yeah. Um, a fan named Brian Murray tweeted out, Horvat complaining that the miss cost Brian $91.50, asked for reimbursement. The latest example of Vancouver trying to do right by the fans, Horvat replied asking for his information to reimburse. So,
1: hey, Bo Horvat, man of the people, man.
0: All right, man. I got the puck. I got it deep. Dump a change. What
1: do you got? Oh, all right. Dump a change. Uh, good guy in the NFL, which is something that you don't hear very often. Leonard Fournette. You know who Leonard Fournette, the running back for the Tampa Bay Bucks? He was dying at a sushi plate in Tampa and his bill came to $85.71. Fournette left the server a $1,000 tip. Fournette just signed a three year, $21 million extension to go with his prior career earnings of $35 million. Good to see that kind of story spread the wealth. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It means nothing to him, $1,000. Uh, Speaking of loaded individuals, Puff Daddy has become a weed mogul. Sean Combs became the largest black-owned and licensed cannabis. He became the owner of the largest black-owned and licensed cannabis company after purchasing the operation from Cresco Labs and Columbia Care, two of the largest cannabis companies in the U.S., for a reported $185 million. The hall consists of nine retail stores and three production facilities in New York, Mass., and Illinois. Some of the goals he listed were, quote, to create new cannabis brands and hire people who have previously been convicted of nonviolent mar- marijuana related crimes. That's really cool. That is awesome. And that pop- last
0: part, if that last part like- is fucking sweet.
1: Yeah. If you'd like to come on the podcast and talk to it, I- I'd love to talk to you. <laughs> and if you could hook a brother up, because some of the ones you're in Massachusetts, could you find me in Zane and the Membrane, please? Here That'd here be here great. Go. Oh, I didn't add to this, but I think it was Miss Puerto Rico and Miss Argentina secretly got married. I saw that. Yeah, I mean, look, Google it. Cheers. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, uh, speaking of, if you're looking up stuff uh, <laughs> on Instagram, you can do this while I'm reading this. Salma Hayek just put out like. <laughs> on Instagram, like six photos that it was just like, holy smokes. Talk about still having her fastball. It was like three or four days ago. <laughs> uh, Tom Brady is the first NFL quarterback to hit 100,000 career passing yards. It's equal to almost 57 miles of passing. That's crazy. Yes. Did you find it?
0: Uh, I'm looking right now.
1: Oh, because I want you to listen to this last one.
0: Oh, yeah. looks great. One. She looks fantastic.
1: There's like six photos. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So this one's insane. There's a virtual reality game called Sword Art Online based on what looks to be an, uh, how do you say it? Anime? Anime. Anime show where a mad scientist type of gamer traps people inside his game. And if they run out of lives in the game, their heads explode and they die. There's some guy named Palmer Lucky, a leader in virtual reality and the founder of Oculus He created a VR headset for fun, he says, and without the knowledge of his employees, regulators, or investors, that will actually kill the user if they die in the game. Per the New York Post, the device is connected to three explosive charge modules above the screen that are aimed at the player's forehead. Should the player die in the game, the microwave emitter would go off, obliterating the human's head. This guy is also the founder of a weapons company, Anderol, that holds multiple government contracts. He says at the point that it's just a piece of art and not for use, but said, quote, the first nonfiction example of a VR device that can actually kill a user, it won't be the last.
0: Yeah, I think you take the keys away from this guy. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> like, I think I'm pretty good at some video games, but I'm not going to put my life on the line. No. What could you do that you would put your life on the line to feel confident that you could do it?
0: Oh, boy that's such a good question i don't even know
1: i think i well because i own a painting cover i think i could paint a room perfectly
0: okay you know i was going more like how many hot dogs i could eat
1: well yeah yeah i'm like well i mean i could take a shit a day i bet my life on that right <laughs> <Yeah>. Dude,
0: <laughs> you know? that's crazy that's crazy um that was a couple right.
1: chains though jesus christ that one was just that was, you know what, I'm going to do? I'm going to, while you're talking, I'm going to look up Sama Hayek and refresh myself.
0: So, uh, we're going to talk about the Rangers really quick. So, they haven't really been playing that well. They lost their last three and then they beat the Red Wings last night, eight to two. Ryan Lindgren was hurt. Um, insane stat though. So the Rangers have played 24 games since Lindgren's been on the team uh, and he's been hurt, right? So, he's been out of lineup 24 games. They only won eight of them. I, yeah, we see, Brownie, we see. Uh, and in that time, the goals against was one like one full goal higher. So Ryan Lindgren, super important to the Rangers um, on the road. This season, the Ranger four and two while ranking tied for third in the NHL in goals per game, 4.17 fifth in shots per game, 36 on the road, road warriors. I love to see that. Um, <coughs> last night was the first time in Rangers history and eight time in NHL history that a team had won a game by six or more goals after being tied after two periods. The last to do so was the LA Kings on March 29th, 1993. Adam Fox recorded his 12th career three-point game. He had a goal and two assists in second of the season. His 12 three-point games since 2019-20 are tied for fifth most among NHL defensemen. Is that good?
1: You did. weren't joking about the stats, eh?
0: Yeah, NYR Stats Info. This is where I found all this shit. All right. uh, Artemi Panarin tallies his 20th point of the season. He has 515 <clears throat> assists in his 15th game. Over the past 20 years, only one other Ranger skater has recorded 20 points in fewer contests, and that was Yager. 12 games played in 06 and 07, 14 in 05 and 06. Uh, and then Shesterkin, 69th career win. Nice. Um, and then one other thing, Jacob Truba is, you know, Joe McLeady mentioned that he thought Truba was hurt. Finally, came out. Molly Walker asked Jarred uh, Jar if there's been any thoughts to not pushing Truba, who the Ranger coach said had some nagging injuries. He's a veteran player. He'll tell the trainers what he can do. It's nothing major, but playoff type hockey for him right now.
1: I like her. She's. I think she's a really good reporter.
0: Yeah, and I like the fact that our captain isn't pussying out, and he's like put me fucking in there. So, nope. oh, and Libor Hayek played in his 100th Rangers or 100th game in the NHL. I think all of them are with the Rangers. He was. You remember when the Rangers traded McDonough to Tampa? Yes. The reason why JT Miller was in that deal was because the Rangers really were, like, high on Libor Hayek. Like, they highly uh-huh. coveted him. He just – it ain't it. I've never seen a guy take more abuse and be more afraid to play the game of hockey than Libor Hayek. But he's not playing terrible right now. Uh, fourth line last night against the Red Wings. It's Sammy Blay, uh, Julian Gauthier, and I'm pretty and sure – No, Revo's Revo's been out of the lineup for the last like three or four games. To the point where you get hurt or scratched? Just scratched. But the Rangers are going to have enough people to play. So they have to figure out who they're going to send down. Julian Gautier's been playing fucking awesome. So it's kind of between him and Ryan Carpenter. But he also mentioned maybe that that, uh, the Rangers might think. I don't think Ryan
1: Carpenter clears waivers.
0: Well, he also mentioned that the Rangers. And this is if the Rangers don't think that they don't need Reeves anymore. Like he threw that in the tweet. Like, okay, but who said that? Larry Brooks. Like, okay, bud, we're going to get rid of Ryan Reeves. The oh, he's just going for clicks. Yeah. um, But, yeah, and then I've been pretty active on the Rangers Reddit. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, like, commenting and shit. It's actually been kind of nice. Uh, So, I've been on there. I've been putting the blogs on there, which is pretty cool, oh. too.
1: So, Reddit's a weird spot, right? We've established yeah. that. So, I'm with... On-
0: you can't start. You can't start your own thread until you become like an active member, and I think that means you need to comment on ten other posts before you can kind of start doing that. I don't want to. Start and then, that. well, no, dude, it's actually not so bad. Then you can I, post blogs. Is that why? Well, I just That's chip in every once in a while, and then I'll post a blog or I'll ask a question. That's fair enough. No, but I fine.
1: I belong to like maybe six. Is it groups? Is that what you call them?
0: I don't know. I don't know anything about Reddit.
1: Chats, whatever it is. So you like you think. So there was a, one of them's movies, right? Mm-hmm some guy and it was nice because it wasn't like he got destroyed everyone was very kind he was like i really enjoy indiana jones and the raiders of the lost ark can anyone tell me some other cult classic movies i might like yeah and instead of getting destroyed everybody's like hey man it's not really a cult classic it's very it was a huge movie at the time how old are you and i guess the kid was like 16 so everybody was super kind to him yeah it was just really it was funny which is funny. Uh, I want to ask you about Shesterkin. Have you yeah. seen this big push?
0: Ilya better than Igor? No, that's that's just Ryan Whitney trolling Rangers fans. Oh, is that all it was? That's all, right. all that all right. is. All right. That's enough. Ryan Whitney and Biz hating the Rangers because they ruined their poor little penguins last year. Uh, and okay. they, they hate Rangers. so There you go. All right. I wanted to ask. That's all. That's a, Yeah, dude. Uh, a goalie's better than the goalie that won the Vezina last year. Right. Okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I can't even believe you brought that up. I just uh, didn't know what it was. It's just fucking stupid. What do you got on the Bruins? This joke of an organization. Yeah, dude. Mitchell, Mitchell Miller. Cool, dude. <laughs> um, oh,
1: Speaking of goalies, Linus Elmark has tied the club record with nine wins to open the season. He's now tied with Tuka Rask, Jerry Cheevers, Ross Brooks, and Frank Brimsek as the only other players to do so. He has a chance to break it uh, tomorrow night.
0: Don't think I've been more wrong about a guy.
1: Well, you know it's funny. I got into a conversation. We were, we had hockey tonight. We were we were all talking, having a couple of beers afterwards. And um, so, Linus Olmark played for Buffalo, where he was the number one, but they sucked. That was awesome, right? right? It was awful. So he came here to Boston. It was a new city, new system. It's a lot, right? And I don't think his family was here for the first bit of it. And then they that they had that whole like. Like, uh, ridiculous drama because it was him, Swayman, and Tuca. Remember, Tuca came mm-hmm. back and he got hurt. So, I don't think he ever got his feet under him. This is the Linus Elmark that I thought the Bruins were going to get.
0: I think he's a great goalie. You thought the Bruins were going to get the guy who tied the club record with nine wins to open season. All
1: right, no. All right, that's overstated. I thought they were going to get a true number a one. Solid goalie. A new true number one in Linus Elmark. And I think Swayman was bonus. Swayman got Swayman got hurt and they're just riding Linus now.
0: Yeah, I thought it was the opposite. I thought that they knew that they had Swayman coming up. They wanted to have somebody there until he was ready
1: to, to kind of bridge it. Yeah, maybe. But whatever. We'll take it. Um the Bruins broke out their retro jerseys the other night, the new Pooh, uh, versus St. Louis and Marshawn and warm-ups. He goes, We got a lot of twos on our team and they're looking like tens tonight. The kid, the kid's great with the quote. He really huh. is. He also hit 800 career points in a penalty shot for t- versus Toronto. That was the lone bright spot in that game last Saturday. And he also deked Samsonov so hard that he bit on the deek and got hurt and had to leave the game.
0: When did you know that Marshan was like legit? 2011. What year did he come in the league? Oh, uh, he's 14
1: years, I think. So this okay. is what 2022.
0: So it, t- it took a couple of years for him to be like, wow, this kid's fucking. I
1: right. probably took more. It probably took less, but I remember in 2011 he was moving up through fourth line, third line. You know what I mean? I think around that time, and when he went out, everything he did in that playoffs, were like he submarine guys, speed bagging one of the, yeah. s- the deans, was like this fucking guy. You <laughs> know what I mean? awesome. yeah, yeah. yeah, I have a T-shirt. I think, or I used to. I don't know if I still do. It, said, it says Marchand, and it says down below, because I felt like it. And that was his quote. Asked him why he punched Sadine in the face, yeah. which was great. Uh, Bright Lights, Chucky. Chucky Bright Lights, back in action last night. Charlie McAvoy made his season debut two or three weeks earlier than expected. Scored the game-winning goal. Played over 19 minutes. Uh, good for third in the d corps. besides Lindholm and Cliffy. Uh, looked good. Threw some big hits. Uh Jack was great on the broadcast because he's like he threw he chased someone down and threw a hit check. And uh Jack was like, There was nothing wrong with his legs, you know, because it was his shoulder. Damn. Uh, but in McAvoy's absence, I think what's happened with the Bruins is Lindholm has really elevated his game. He he's a perfect fit for Montgomery's system with yep. the up and let's go, right? Lindholm's logging like 25 minutes a game, and Connor Clifton has been paired with him. And Cliffy's playing the best hockey of his career. So it's been Lindholm and Clifton last night, McAvoy and Grizzlyk, and then the third pair was uh, Zaboral and Carlo. Not bad. Pretty solid. Is that with everybody healthy? uh, No, Forbert's out. Okay. Um, And Riley has cleared waivers, so he's not in Providence. Yep. So they don't have to worry about that. Um, And last night they broke out – <clears throat> Excuse me. They broke out five forwards for the power play one first group a few times versus Calgary. I think that's because Calgary is not a shorthanded threat.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. There was a lot of different looks. They really were snapping the puck around and they had they had Pasternak all over the place. But when Pasternak is the top of the umbrella, it's terrifying. Yeah. It is terrifying.
0: Yeah, but um, at least at least he's a Ford when Truba's the top of the umbrella on power play too. I I hate every second of it. Truba's not that fat. Why is it? Why do they have Keandre Miller out there? They should have Truba should not be on the ice because they give him the puck and he doesn't even think about passing it. Like he's gonna fucking just hammer that puck. So Fox, who's who's uh? So it's Fox on power play one. Yeah, it's Fox, the Panarin, Trocheck, and Kreider, and then it's Lafreniere, Heedle, Capo, I think Kratzoff, and Truba.
1: Oh, I'd put I'd put Miller out there
0: having Truba back there is not good. Yeah. Not good for anybody.
1: Actually, uh, you know who's been looking good on the power play? is felino believe it or not.
0: It's speed and Kevin Rooney, dude.
1: Yeah, yeah, and he beat up Kevin Rooney. So, there you go. There's the Bruins. Bruins looking good. Uh, I forget who they have tomorrow night, actually. Off the top of my head. I can't remember.
0: Rangers got the Preds. So, yeah. um, sure um, beer, well, league, well. Ra- beer league roundup time. Uh, do you want to go first? Or you want me to go
1: first? I'll go first. Oh, they got the Sabres tomorrow at Buffalo. Quick trip to Buffalo. Good game. Yeah, be, oh, we. Oh, it's not in here. <coughs> uh, speaking of Buffalo, the Vegas Golden Knights went oh, Jack back, to, went back yeah. to Buffalo, and uh, Captain Jack Jack Eichel scored a hat trick, his third career hat trick. All three of his hat tricks have been in that same building. The third was an empty netter with about ten seconds left in the game, and it looked like fans. Had like gold helmets that they were giving because they were throwing them on the ice, and he gave the old wave to the yeah. uh, to the fans. Yeah, so. love that. Yeah, hey, maybe let him get the surgery next time. Um, what do you oh, have? Go- you want me to go first, beer league? Yeah, go for it. So we had a beer league game last night, two nights ago. I don't know, what it was it was four or five, nothing, whatever. Um, the guy who was playing goalie for the other team, I got there late. I got there late, and then I forgot my shin pads, so it's like a double whammy. But this one rink has an extensive lost and found. And I went into the lost and found and found a pair. of, I think they're used, but I wear short ones. I got short legs. Yeah, Uh, These are so much better than my knee pads. So I'm keeping them. Um, So I missed warmups and I'm sitting on the bench and I'm like, is that fucking Bobby? And I'm asking some of the guys, like, do you know the goalie of the team? And it's a guy I used to play with. He was a forward. We played on the same line quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And, he was a uh he was a righty and he would play the right wing and he would take he had this snap drag shot and he would go far corner and he never fucking missed. So we're out there playing, and I was playing D, but I at one point I carried the puck. I think I did a give and go and I crashed the net and I'm like, What's up, motherfucker? And he's like, I was waiting for you to show up in my crease, and the ref was like blowing the whistle, and then we were laughing, he's like, Oh, all right. So Late in the game, uh, I don't know if it was the second or third period. My D partner took a shot and I don't know how it bounced out, but it bounced all the way up to me on the left point. So I walked down the left wing wall and at the circle I came in and I'm lefty. I went far side over his shoulder and I dotted it. It was probably one of my best goals of my life, even like I don't think I get that shot on net with no goalie in it, right? And, And uh, so we, he's laughing at me, the goalie. And after the game, through the handshake line, we stopped we shooting the shit. And his dad was there. So I was, his dad used to all our games and give a shit about stuff we were doing wrong. And uh, I was talking to him after the game. And I go, that was your shot. He goes, oh, as soon as you scored it, I was like, motherfucker, shot my own shot against me. <laughs> Bobby, he did something at work and fucked up his shoulder. So he can't he can't shoot anymore. So he's like, oh, I don't want to stop playing. So he started playing goalie. He hasn't played since... Uh, He was a kid. He's been playing. He plays some goalie in roller hockey, but now he's playing that. So, good to see Bobby. Yeah. Good to see Bobby and better score on him.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I had the exact opposite happen to me at Beer League. We got fucking pumped, dude. Like, nine to two. It was awful. one of those games where just like quite literally nothing went right. I yeah, think yeah. I had the puck on my stick for maybe four seconds the whole game. Nobody mm-hmm. made a pass. It would, Dude, it was awful. They won every race to every puck. Like It was one of those where you get out of it and you're like, fuck, dude, should I even play this sport anymore? Like it was <laughs> really bad. Um, and then so, dude, I showed up to this game. I taped my stick. I got my uh, rivets redone. I got my skate sharp. I had my skate sharp in like two years. So I showed up, I taped my sticks. I wanted to do the Michigan. Like I fucking waxed the fuck out of this thing. I'm like, I'm feeling good, right? We get there, walk into a fucking jam-packed locker room. It was awful. Getting changed, I accidentally stepped on my shorts, I had my phone in it, cracked my phone screen. Oh,
1: Jesus. And
0: then when I got my skate sharpened, and like when you do rivets, you have to pull the thing out to do that. Yeah. And I completely forgot like, oh, he didn't release the fucking skate. So then I'm fucking rushing to get back on the ice. So dude, I was such a mental midget on the bench. I was so pissed about my phone. And then we just got waxed. So I'm hoping this coming week will be better. We will see. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much. Oh, yeah. And then there's like this one ref, dude. He's calling penalties like just so unnecessary. Like I guess they're kind of a little bit, but like, dude, just let them play. Like it's nothing egregious, like anything like that. Just ticky tack show shit. He's the type of dude that like – because I, I refed a few years ago. And when you ref – like they want you to move on they're not okay with you just kind of like being a mm-hmm. ref making 40 dollars, not really giving a shit like they want you to actually care and like give a shit this is the dude that makes those refs not want to be that type of ref like this guy puts his whistle in a fucking manger every night before he goes to sleep like, it, <laughs> it, like it's fucking insane and then like there was one egregious call that he should have called on me i got hooked to the point where like i almost fell down i was like what the fuck no call after he's calling like this ticky tack toe type shit. It was.
1: Were you yelling at him earlier?
0: I, I No, I yelled at oh. him then, though, because normally yeah. I'm pretty good with refs. I'm like, what's going on, man? And then his partner, dude, just like just this miserable, grumpy fucking kid, man, like a younger guy. Uh, and you just tell he didn't really want to be there. And, he, and we had a center ice face off. They dropped the puck. And like I went to go forward and go by and our helmets hit. And I look up and I'm like, oh, shit, my bad, man. And he was such a dick. He's like, oh, so I went from concern and like apologizing to like, I just stopped playing Went up to him. I'm like, do you really think I fucking did that on purpose? <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, just I I, I was not having a great time. So um, this week, hoping to bounce back. My question for you. Go ahead. So I didn't draft this team. I'm not the captain, anything like that. Yeah. Uh, we were getting killed. Like, there, nobody had anything. I'm sitting on the bench, and, like, after the first, it was only, like, two or three nothing. So, it was definitely – and, like, this league, you can come back. And I'm thinking, like, why aren't we mixing it up? Like, maybe switch lines, whatever it is. We we didn't do any of that. So, my question for you is, would it be rude to, like, go up to the guy and be like, hey, maybe we should, like – because, like, if it was my team, I would have switched shit up.
1: Well, it's a tricky thing, right? So, I'm new on this team. This is my second year. So, this year, I've said stuff. Last year, I didn't say shit. Yeah, this year, I fucking took a bite out of the captain's ass a couple of weeks ago.
0: And it's the thing is, is I really like. I think we have a. good And then team.
1: he put me back on D. So
0: I think I think I think we have a good team. We have like one of the better defensive teams. We just we need to want the puck. We didn't want the fucking puck at all. So I'm hoping. that good. Would,
1: is he a good player?
0: Yeah, yeah. It, like we have a good group of dudes. Like everybody's pretty fucking cool. We actually just, have this why, one. Defenseman, you want to
1: fuck that up, right?
0: We have this one defenseman who is like. I'm so happy he's on our team and not somebody else, like, on another team because him and I would definitely 1,000% go at it, like, every time we played. Like, he's a cheapy shit. He back-checks <laughs> super hard. Like, yeah. he takes, like, two penalties a game, but I'm like, I fucking love this guy. <laughs> like, he's incredible. He's going – he's diving all over the place. I'm like, this is great to have on your team. Shout-out, Coop. Um. Yeah, so I, I – well, I'd,
1: I'd keep quiet for the harmony.
0: Yeah. I yeah. I'll I'll give it a few more games before I'm like, hey, like –
1: you got to, you can't, you got to just be like, pull them aside. you know. Yeah, no,
0: no, not in front yeah. of everybody. Yeah, no, yeah. and I text him occasionally because I was like, hey, because well, my buddy Steve plays defense. So you're and- working
1: him like a Reddit thread. You're texting him occasionally so you can then <laughs> well, post. <laughs> well, my
0: buddy Steve joined the league and like the deal was him and I had to be drafted together. So we were drafted right. together and Steve plays defense, never, ever plays forward. And, like, he, dude, he gets every puck. Like, he's a solid defenseman, and nobody was skating. And I'm like, dude, if you were skating, we would have gotten pucks, and, like, we would have, like – so I'm like, would you play forward? And he's like, yeah, I would absolutely play forward. So, like, on the drive home, I'm like, hey, just so you know, Steve said that he'd be down to play forward if you want to play yeah. that Because, on. like, one of the guys in my line, he normally plays defense. So I'm like, why don't you why don't I maybe switch that up?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know.
0: But uh that's what we got. Don oh, Moore. wait, before we,
1: before we go further, uh just a quick couple of shout-outs. Uh, mode Pauline LaBelle. I think I finally said her name right. Uh, she got the Hockey East Defender of the Week, and Maureen Murphy was the Hockey Ace Player of the Week. Maureen Murphy. So, listen to this. And you, the game we won today, they beat BC 4 they're, 0. They're one of their top line wingers, Maureen Murphy. She's at the yeah. USA Development, and uh, Pauline LaBelle's partner, Megan Carter. Both of them are out of the game. Megan Carter, it's uh, uh, they, it was a scheduled time off, you know, so she doesn't get worn down. And uh, they still whooped BC for nothing.
0: Dude, can you get us some fucking merch, man? I would walk around with Northeastern. Uh, yeah, I time. can.
1: Well, I mean, at the very least, I can buy some, you know.
0: Okay, we'll, we'll figure it out. All right. Uh, let's do some Don Moore's Heroes and Zeros. Hey, fans. This is Dominic Moore. I'm just going to take you guys through a little bit of the behind the scenes stuff here. Okay. Don Moore's Heroes and Zeros. My hero of the week. So, oh, man, I, I've i changed this room around. You're going hero
1: zero, and I'm going zero hero.
0: Okay. So, I've changed the room around. I have tons of Looks jerseys. Looks good. For those
1: that aren't looking, he's got some nice jerseys hung up. Yeah. He's even going to send me one of those. So, it I, good. Uh,
0: I hung up some stuff here. I got this present for my birthday, for, and it's like the coolest fucking thing. It's pictured me and it has like Nicki Minaj over me and like twisted tea cans. It's literally my favorite fucking thing ever. Wait, what? yeah it, it just so it's just like something. a photoshop or something yeah and it, it dude it's incredible like it, why don't you show it well i can't i'd have to unplug everything why
1: don't you just take the picture down and hold it up in front of the fucking camera oh you know i know what yeah you, I can you probably fucking dunce jesus christ
0: yeah so <laughs> it's incredible it's that's incredible. great so what's it say what's it say sri lanka I, am i a nikki fan pull up in the sri lanka which is like a tiktok thing Oh, okay. um, so it's, it's like my favorite thing. So I hung up. Yep. So that's my hero. And then my other yep. hero, I'm on Rangers Reddit and some dude posts this thread and he's like, hey, found this in storage. And it's this old framed oh, yeah, yeah, yeah of Messier and Gretzky. And I'm like, so how much do you want for it, dude? And he's like, dude, it's in Platts, Vegas. If you're ever up here, I'll give it to you. So that's Plattsburgh for people who are wondering. It's like a two hour drive. Metz is the guy, I'm like, You for real? He's like, Yeah, so I think tomorrow I'm gonna drive and go pick this thing up so I can fucking hang down here too. It's fucking yeah. sick. It's worth the two hour drive.
1: I think you should put the Messier Gretzky one like in the back there. If you slide that white jersey to your left
0: further to the corner
1: and yeah. put it right there. Yeah. I think that'd be a good spot. You think it's worth the drive? If you got nothing else to do, sure. I
0: have nothing else to do. That's what all my friends have said. Cause I'm like, is that is that like kind of a cycle? Get thing a podcast,
1: go. I like a nice think. coffee.
0: Exactly. Maybe, maybe get some lunch and then come back Ooh, and watch. home by two o'clock. So that is my uh hero. My zero of the week is this new Twitter verification thing. Have you seen this? Listen, Elon Musk.
1: Listen, <laughs> it, listen,
0: it, Elon Musk. We're is... not
1: getting into Elon Musk. I just, no no no. i, I no, no no. I'm just saying for someone who's supposedly so smart, he goes out of his way to make himself appear so fucking dumb.
0: Yeah, this Twitter verification thing's fucking crazy because now happened with insulin. Is it no what happened? Go go ahead, do your thing, and well, I'll talk. Well, no, there just anybody can be verified on Twitter for eight bucks a month. Bucks, and you and you can change your name and you can change your picture. So, like people are getting punked. I'm pretty sure it crashed a stock today.
1: So someone went on there, and I think it's either Lily James, I think is the name of the pharmaceutical company. And they shout out to a guy who went to high school with Drew, because he posted this and I saw him and I researched it. Um Gonna, i can send him a message tomorrow I'll be like i mentioned you want a hockey podcast he'd be like what's hockey um but uh so L- Lily james i think is what it is or lillian james is the pharmaceutical company and it said breaking news because it was someone who did a verified and they changed the name. breaking news insulin is now free <laughs> so it tanked their stock and it it crippled like three pharma companies and listen I'm not going to fucking lose any sleep over pharma companies getting tanked and insulin should be free. But this is the kind of nonsense that this fucking dumb dumb installed.
0: It's almost like I want to like put alerts on my computer where if like shit like that happens again, buy, buy, buy. Right. Buy like, what? like if the stock crashes because of all this shit and everybody sells, I would buy then because it's going to oh. go right back up. Right.
1: In theory, I guess. Theoretically. Yeah.
0: Something to think about. So my zero of the week, that's just... Dude, I... They need to fix this because fucking the trade deadline is going to be a fucking joke of people. Oh, yeah. Joking. Oh, yeah. Just fucked.
1: <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Thank God this didn't happen during free agent frenzy. Holy shit, dude. <laughs> um, all right, man. So what, what do you got?
1: All right. So my zero is the Bruins, Miller, his agent, and all these fucking people that are... That are sending me threatening fucking things because I express dis dissatisfaction with the Bruins. You can all fuck off or have a big bite of my fucking dick. I don't. Uh, I don't. Uh, I think this is just this is just like a no brainer. And fuck off, all you, everyone except for the victim should get hit in the head with a shovel at this point. Yeah. So yeah. that's my zero.
0: I I think yeah. We've talked. I don't want to mention his name anymore. Doesn't he? No, no.
1: It's fair. It's fair. Uh, <laughs> so my hero. So, this is a friend of my daughter's. Uh, I'm going to just say his name, Pancake. It's a nickname. I'm not going to say his name. He's five years old. He (laughs) refuses to wear underwear because he's afraid it will eat his butt cheeks. So, he... And he's argued with his parents and the doctor because there's kinds of chafing and issues that he's had to go to the doctor for. And... (laughs) This little kid is walking around the world commando, and <laughs> and he refuses to wear underwear. And my wife was like, why doesn't they just get boxers? I'm like, I don't even know if they make boxers for five-year-olds. I don't know how it works. That's fair.
0: So We've all, we've all been there.
1: So shout out to Pancake. He's my hero of the week.
0: All right. Well, That's there's it. our hero in Zero of the Week. Uh, three stars, last segment.
1: All right, Jim and Mike. Thanks very kindly. A nice weekend for you. As always, our three star selectors are stars of the hockey scene wherever we go on Rogers Hometown Hockey. Do you I, notice do you notice whenever we get slightly off the rails, when we get to three stars, you go, it's our last segment. Like <laughs> it's, it's always fair. like it's always like I feel you're talking to somebody like, listen, just bear with us for a few more minutes.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, three stars. So Foco USA and Foco Bobbles—they reached out to us. So these guys—they do all these bobbleheads. They're the number one bobblehead distributor. Um, they're dropping Dwight True,
1: yeah. noted bobblehead fan. <laughs>
0: They—they're uh, dropping a St. Louis Blues uh, two bobbleheads tomorrow. Um, they're dropping at eleven o'clock. One is a Brett Hull and Ryan O'Reilly then and now bobblehead, and one is a bobblehead of O'Reilly, Cairo, and Pareko. Um, So you guys can head over there. That's FOCO, F-O-C-O, search that, check it out, buy one, appreciate it. Um, but having done this, I was thinking three stars. I came up with it this week, by the yep. way. Yep. Pat, pat on the back. Um, three hockey players you'd want to bobblehead of and three non-hockey players you'd want to bobblehead of.
1: Well, those are just called people.
0: Fair enough. Well, are they? Oh, so, yeah. <sighs> what, what, one yeah, want one. <laughs> what one do you want to do first? What one do you want to do first?
1: Uh, we're a hockey podcast, so we should do the non hockey first.
0: Okay, so with my third star, I'm going to go Leonard Skinner as a band.
1: The entire band.
0: The entire band. I it's fucking. I've guys, on, right? I've been on a fucking Leonard Skinner. Is it like 15 guys in the band? I don't know if it's 15. There, there's there's quite a few. But dude, right. I have been listening to the solo of Freebird, and I don't think there's anything that makes me feel that way. It's just fucking, they, they fuck, dude. So Leonard Skinner, I think it'd be a sick bobblehead to have third
1: star all right well i just had a like a aneurysm and thought of a new one i know yeah. aneurysm is not the right term epiphany epiphany thank you um you are buzzing at the very end oh, here. Well. <laughs> so i had to shift everything so now i have some honorable mentions oh boy so my honorable mentions <laughs> i'll just rattle them off my honorable mentions are uh danny mcbride i think yeah. danny mcbride's hilarious any powers yep uh, G love from famously from G love and specials. How,
0: how would you want Danny McBride's bobblehead? Like what character? Cause I might take him as the fucking the pyro dude of Tropic Thunder.
1: Oh, that's a good one. I would take the Danny McBride from this is the end. Okay. Fair. Yep. And then my last uh, honorable mention who was going to be my number three is Paul Newman. Okay. Cause I met Paul Newman and he was awesome. He
0: so. All these cool people.
1: Oh, dude, I'm older than you, and I've lived the my... cool, dude. I got to
0: party with the auger, dude. <laughs> One time I met Steve camphor and he was a dick. So, like... <laughs> so, it's, like, a little... It's a little different, bro.
1: Oh, so, when I met Paul Newman, that we were filming a movie up in Maine, and I happened to be working there, and I knew he was around, so I was kind of looking out for him, and he comes walking around the corner, and I was right there. And it was just me and him. He had a coffee. He was on his way to set. And I go, hey! He looks over. He's like, hey, how you doing? I go man, I loved you in Slap Shop, but what have you been doing since? And oh, he fucking burst out laughing, and I talked to him for like 10 or 15 minutes.
0: Of course you did.
1: He told me all these stories about, yeah, just a great fucking guy. So there you go.
0: All right, who's your third star? Oh, was Paul, it was Paul Newman? Was an, oh, no, um, no, no,
1: I had to move him. So my third star is the uh, Three Stooges.
0: That's a good one. That's a classic.
1: Yep, all three that's of them. Larry, and Curly. And if I had to pick another, it would be Shemp as a smaller one behind them because I did like Shemp.
0: Uh, my second star is a Twisted Tea Can bobblehead. I'm going off mm. the board, not a person. No, I think a Twisted Tea Can. I was trying to be creative with these responses. Mm-hmm. You'll see it in, in the, uh, the Rangers one, too, or the hockey one. But, um yeah, Twisted Tea Can. I would follow right. that.
1: My number two is Prince.
0: Interesting pick. Okay, I love Prince. Would you want Prince, or would you want like a Dave Chappelle dressed as Prince? I'd want Prince. Okay, I would take a Dave Chappelle one dresses. as. Prince. That'd be funny, but I would like. I would take Prince. Okay, and then my number one star, um, Chris Farley, dude. Oh, that's a good one. As a as a living in a van down by the river. That's you wouldn't cool. have as the Chippendales guy. Oh, that would be fucking funny every time you bobble, He went like this. Yeah, yeah. I don't hate that.
1: Yeah, or even Tommy Boy's good one. Tommy boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. All right. those, those my so time. my number one star, because you said when I said something and you said, oh, it doesn't have to be a person with your twisted mm-hmm. <clears> T <throat> made me shift everything. <clears throat> my number one star. Can you see my can you see my phone? It's a dog. Yeah. That was my old boxer. Oh, that would be cool, dude. So that's my number one. My you number can star. can
0: you get like custom bobbleheads done? Probably not. Not for probably like you probably price. can. I'm
1: sure actually you can do everything. I'm sure you can. Probably not so, for a
0: reasonable price though.
1: Oh, probably not. No. So my number one star is uh my old boxer Buckus, who I had him for twelve years. Great dog.
0: Good fucking answer, dude. If I could get Stevie as a bobblehead, I'd fucking lose it.
1: I would get him if I could get him as a bottle dog, a, a bobble dog. If bobble how- dog, we could oh, we God. just co- did we just think of something?
0: but they have like those little bobble dogs that you can put uh, on. If your I car. could get
1: Buckus as one of those, I'd put him on the dashboard of my truck.
0: Yeah. 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 All right. There so you. that's non-hockey. Now we're gonna go to hockey. My third star hockey-wise. I'm going with the Zuccarello pool yacht. Uh Derek Brassard line. Rangers third line when they were nasty. And that third line was so much fucking fun to watch. So that would be... I would fucking love that bobblehead. That'd be my third bobble. Number three star.
1: So my number three star was going to be Bobby Carpenter, but I interviewed him. So mm-hmm. now I kind of know him. Like, yeah. I could text him. So I feel like that's he's now an honorable mention.
0: Okay. So my number three, Wendell Clark. Oh, that would be a good one. That would be a fucking... That'd be a classic. That's yeah. a really good one. Wendell Clark. Um, My number two, I interviewed him, and I'm staying with him. Mike Ruzioni, number two. That's a good one. That would be sick.
1: That would be a good one. I'm surprised you didn't say the 1980 US team.
0: I I would be fucking this big, dude.
1: Or you could have a whole bunch of them.
0: That would also be pretty fucking cool.
1: Uh, All right, so my number two, excuse me, Patrice Bergeron, perfect human. Obviously. And his bobblehead. Would have probably a partially collapsed lung and a broken nose.
0: That's cool. <laughs> My number one star, Skank Martin from Mystery Life.
1: <laughs> Wait a minute. Why isn't that non-hockey, though?
0: Because he's hockey.
1: Uh yeah. Yeah. You could get away with another one. Uh, listen, if you could think of another one, I- I'm surprised you didn't say Messier for number one.
0: Well, I mean – how cool would it be to have a Skank Martin, Mystery Alaska fucking bobblehead? So if it's
1: Skank Martin in Mystery Alaska, is he sliding feet first in the bobblehead?
0: Oh, no. No. Take that one of the nuts? Like, he's fucking blocking a shot with his nuts and pointing at the mare. Yeah. Sl- he's sliding yeah. In feet first or, to block or, that or, shot. He's, or he's on his knees pointing at, at the mare. That's how I'd want it. Like, oh, hey, dude, I banged your wife, but I blocked that shot for you. <laughs> like, what a storyline that was.
1: Yeah. Incredible
0: yeah. movie. Guys, if like if you've never seen Mystery Alaska, you need to. We,
1: so I used to play hockey with this guy, Stevie, who's awesome. And we always we'd be we be in between in between periods, like we'd be losing, and I'd be like,
0: Stevie was skating the river. I someone would always say that's awesome.
1: My number one is no fucking surprise if you've listened to the podcast before. Uh, yeah. Jerome. The man himself, Againla, would be my number one ball, and I'm sure there is a Jerome Againla bobblehead out there that I probably could get.
0: You definitely could.
1: But yeah, that Skank Martin one's good. Paul Newman from Slapshots, a
0: good. One. Oh, look at mop, dude, the jacuzzi, yeah. like right. car- Charleston Chiefs. Well, guys, thank you for tuning in to the old pod. Also, um, head on a swivel. We're gonna we're gonna be coming out with a Black Friday blog. Uh, just kind of want to mention that, have you guys start, you know, looking back for it. We're going to be contacting hockey companies, trying to get some promo codes to you guys. It's going to be like a hockey players, fans guide to black Friday deals or some shit like that. So heads up for that. Um, Something that rolls off the tongue, just like that. (laughs) November, donate money. We're
1: a a fifth of the way to our goal.
0: Not a big deal. Uh, I think, man, I think that's all I got. Do you have anything else?
1: No, no, we have uh, the Bruins are playing. The Bruins have a. Well, they, I think they play Tuesday. They play Saturday, Tuesday, and then Northeastern also plays Tuesday. So a lot of hockey going on Tuesday and tomorrow Northeastern. So
0: I love hockey. Yeah,
1: and yeah, we'll we'll we're gonna try to get another one out before Thanksgiving next week. Yep. And then hopefully we get one. I think our tentative schedule is Tuesday night before thanksgiving so you can listen to it the day before thanksgiving or while you're sitting around with your family because nothing brings the family together like listening to two idiots talk about hockey
0: one idiot and me so (laughs) (laughs) thanks for tuning in brownie
1: as always god bless you jerome mcginla you and your bobblehead wherever you are rocking away
0: (laughs) we'll (laughs) catch you guys next week